Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal. And I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, welcome back to another weekly melting pot episode, a series of conversations with some absolutely extraordinary people who have followed their dreams and reached a stage in their lives through sheer grit and determination. I am so privileged to have a very, very special guest with me today. Idan Amethi is an acclaimed Israeli musician, a martial arts expert, and most recently recognized the world over for his stellar performance in the very globally loved series, Falga. And I am talking to Idan, who tells me that today he's in Tel Aviv. So thank you so much for joining me, Idan. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm privileged. Thank you for the, the warm hospitality and the warm words. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I can't help but start this conversation with a little bit about you. So I'm sure my listeners who incidentally are global would love to hear a little bit about your growing up years. And if there are any like really in memories that have stayed with you and which you are happy to share from your your childhood i'd love you to share those with your listeners with my listeners and our listeners rather <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, we'll start in, at the beginning uh, i was born uh, here in israel in uh, jerusalem 30, 30 years ago in a really uh, simple and uh, really uh, tiny tiny neighborhood uh, uh, that's called uh, the Kurdish neighborhood. Uh, actually, Israel is, is a place of uh, immigrants. Everybody came uh, all from uh, Europe, all from uh, Arab countries uh, nearby, uh, nearby Israel. And uh, my grandparents came from uh, Kurdistan and uh, Iran. My childhood was very, very simple. Uh, you know, uh, the, the experience of, uh, of a little child that uh, is uh, going out playing with uh, with his friends and coming back uh, to my, my parents had little a little apartment, just uh, two rooms, uh, but a very warm house. 
And actually, everything that I'm doing today, even Fauda and my music is a reflection of my childhood. And try to be simple and try to base myself in those simple values. Memories and, and simple values which you hold very close to your heart, I guess. And that's, that's what's impacted you and during your growing up years and now, as you've mentioned, with your music and with Fauga. How important is food in your culture? So, so basically, it would be Kurdish or it would be Israeli. What, I mean, how would you identify that? I think when I uh, grew up, I started to, to look out, uh, you know, we were fine. We are, all people were just uh, looking for the definitions. And uh, what am, am I more? Am I more Jewish, more Israeli? Uh, but I think uh, the, base, uh, the basic thing about me that I was uh, Kurdish, that I was Kurd, and the food and the music uh, in our house, I think uh, just from... Just from that. Um, so I think the, the first definition, the first thing that I'm saying about myself that I'm, uh, I'm an Arab Jew, I'm, I'm a Kurd uh, Jew. Um, the food yeah. and the music uh, was uh, very important, very uh, in the center of our, of our home. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, so you're basically like my show, you're, you yourself are a melting pot, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got so many influences. So that's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask about your music because you're, I've heard a lot of your music. Uh, I keep following it because Thank I really you. enjoy it. I don't understand a word of what you're singing, <laughs> <laughs> but somehow it doesn't matter because I think music Music has no, it's, it's a language in itself and you don't really yeah. need words. So, so now, I mean, I understand that music was a very important part of your home and your growing up. And so that was really your influence for getting into music. But, and, and I hear that it's very ballad style. It's very soulful kind of music. So is that something that you were listening to growing up? As well, um, I think I'm in love with music. I had uh, lots of styles uh, ever since I was a child, and uh, I always telling here uh, to people here in Israel that uh, this is the first uh, ten years or the first period of uh, the music I'm uh, doing. We are now uh, working uh, also on another album, another Israeli album, and also a project that uh, will be more uh, techno music. Uh, so um, I can't really say that this is uh, my style. Um, I think it's just a quick, uh, a, a tiny peek of uh, the things that uh, that I love, and uh, hopefully uh, in the next uh, the next years to come, uh, uh, I will do some uh, some different and more uh, things that. Uh, that are inside of me and uh, didn't have the chance uh, doing. So to basically to express yourself 
through music, but different genre of music. And so you're going, what you're saying is that you're hoping to, and you are experimenting with different kinds of tones and different kinds of music. And that's what you're going to bring into your, your repertoire is, I'm assuming, what you're saying. So do you write your own lyrics? Uh, yes, I write my own uh, lyrics and melodies. And also have a, a tiny role in the, the production side. Uh, yes. So did you learn different instruments? Like I know you play the guitar because I've seen that on your music videos. But do you also have experience with different kinds of instruments? Like, for example, the percussion or do you play the saxophone? Or I don't know. Do you also? <laughs> saxophone, I, saxophone, I wish. You wish, okay. Uh, <laughs> today yeah. I'm uh, playing a... Uh, different kind of guitars, you know, guitars, as, as you know, in, in the Western world, and also bouzouki, it's a Greek I know, it's a Greek, yeah, I know, because, you know, I have, part of my family actually is Greek, and my brother's ah. married, yeah, so I'm very <laughs> familiar with the bouzouki, and she also, my, my brother's wife, my sister-in-law, she has her brother, who is a professional musician back in Athens, and he plays the bouzouki. So yeah, I'm very aware of the bouzouki and I love it. Very, very popular in Israel, uh, the bouzoukis. I loved it since I was, uh, was a little child. So also the bouzouki, uh, piano, and uh, also drums. But I didn't learn in a professional way. Just uh, came by, uh, you know, my experience and being around all these uh, amazing uh, musicians uh, around me and uh, my band and uh, but you know well, maybe the saxophone uh, is the next one <laughs> <laughs> and why not <laughs> maybe i have now i've sort of reminded you so the next time i talk to you you say hey guess what i can now play the saxophone <laughs> <laughs> you're but, playing something you are playing an instrument or? actually no i'm i listen to a lot of music but i don't unfortunately play any music my daughter on the other hand she used to play the drums and she also used to play the flute but she's also a tennis player so i think it started to bother her wrist because both the flute <laughs> and the drums you need to use your wrists a lot so yeah. so that's when she decided she weighed drums over tennis and then went for tennis. <laughs> so, so yeah, but I do listen to a lot of music and I enjoy it. I think it's such an, it's such an important and integral part of your life. And then it's so, it determines your mood, the kind of music you listen to. And it's just, it's something which is just a part of, of my life without me playing any music at all. <laughs> so, so yeah, martial arts. How did that happen? It's funny that uh, you say that your daughter is uh, playing uh, drums um, because my me as a karate guy or martial artist uh, started as uh, started in a as a drummer and first lesson uh, in a drum lesson and my father. Uh, told me you need to change uh, you need to change uh, this one to something uh, more silent <laughs> we searched for something that i can do and then move it was a little bit uh, 
I don't know how to say it in English, but uh, I just needed to move. I was a child and always needed uh, to move. And you were restless. So, you were restless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you decided to play the guitar. No, actually, this is how I, I uh, decided to go uh, to learn uh, karate. Oh, uh, okay, 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 just, yeah. Right, okay. I, I abandoned the music, uh, the music stuff, and just go uh, learn uh, karate. I came back uh, to the guitar when I, when I was much older, and I started with uh, karate afterwards. I uh, started doing a Korean martial art called uh, Taekwondo. It's also an Olympic uh, sport, yeah, and yeah, Olympic yeah, sport as well. And uh, just uh, fell in love with this, uh, with this world uh, of discipline, and um, just use your body uh, in a way that you are uh, also getting to to know in all your parts of your body. I think people that, that are listening to us uh, now, if you just take a moment and close your eyes and try try to uh, be aware of uh, any part of, the, of your body you will come to the to realize how we are uh, well unfortunately today we're uh, not uh, so connected with our uh, body and uh, martial art took me to the place that i know my body very well and uh, every morning uh, till today uh, for the last uh, 20 years uh, and getting up and doing uh, katas. Uh, katas is a bunch of uh, drills uh, that you need uh, to do uh, every day, like a uh, meditation. So is it uh, a part of Taekwondo or is it a part of Karate? It's a part of Karate. Okay. It's uh, Okinawi Karate it's called uh, Weichi, Weichi Ryo, the way, the way of Weichi. Okay. The path yeah. of Weichi. And... Um, it's a really great, uh, a great part of my life and it gave me so much. And I, so you said that you're still waking up in the mornings and you are doing the drills every morning. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Obviously, I can't not talk about Falda. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, but before I start talking about Falda, because I think it's, it's going to take, uh, my listeners will be really, really curious, because Falda is a phenomena in, and, and the world over, and I think Netflix has really made it into something which is is almost like a cult now and everyone's waiting for the next season. <laughs> so, so before I start talking about your connection with and your influences with Fauda, I just wanted, I'm curious because I heard one of your interviews where uh, you mentioned that Amethi is not really your, your last name. And Amethi is a, it's a name of a place. Yeah. So could you just give my listeners and me a little bit of background about that? <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's complicated, but when uh, the, the first uh, immigrants that, that came here to Israel, uh, they came, you know, to uh, like, uh, like a, a government office and uh, tell their name. But uh, because of... Uh, the people who didn't know the language, uh, they thought that uh, the name of the place uh, that they came from uh, is their last name. And uh, 
a lot of years after the little Idan is born, is getting to be born. And my name is Amedi, and I think this is my family name. Just when I was 22, I realized that Amedi is the name of a small village in Kurdistan. And actually, my family name was Ben Israel. Was what? Can you say that again? Ben Israel. Ben Israel, it's like the son of Israel. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Wow. And so you discovered this only when you were 22. Yeah. So your, pa- your, your parents never, never said anything about this. My parents also, they, they maybe uh, talked about it uh, when we were childs, but uh, we used to be Amedis, and Amedis uh, is a big name in Jerusalem. Uh, the community is very uh, connected. And uh, just now, I'm starting uh, to, to realize uh, the size of it. Uh, a year ago, uh, we had uh, this uh, big interview that uh, you saw in uh, Radau TV uh, in Kurdistan, and uh, we realized to understand uh, how big is it. The Amedi, the Amedi community is uh, much bigger than uh, the, the community that uh, is in Israel, and not only Jews, also Muslims, and it was uh, an amazing uh, discovery. I can imagine. I mean, and at that age to suddenly discover such an important factor of your life and your identity actually must have been quite, quite incredible. I mean, clearly it's better for people who, who address you because your last name would be such a struggle for foreigners <laughs> like me. So I'm grateful that it's Amedi and not <laughs> and, and not your your original uh, original last name. So Amedi. Me too. I, I <laughs> you too, this, right? This thing, this this strange. I never been in. Uh, I never been there. Kurdistan, because of my military service, it was a combat service, so it's a problem to go to the to the region. But um, I saw some pictures, and I, I can't tell you how, but I just feel that I'm from there. Hmm. Just uh, something in, inside of me know uh, that uh, that I'm from there. Hmm. You you feel like a like a connection. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, it's so, it's, it's special when you discover something like this and then it, it obviously stays with you and it will stay with you forever. And I, I don't know how your family, your parents and your siblings feel about it. Do, you, do they also feel as connected? And do they also feel like, yeah, that is a part of them? Or it's mainly you who feels that connection? I think my father as well is, uh, as he's getting older and older, he uh, wants to go visit them. I think something uh, woke up uh, inside of them. My mother and my, my older, uh, older brother are complete Israelis. <laughs> <laughs> complete Israelis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Um, they must be so proud of you, Ridan, for you know all your all, all that you've accomplished at such a young age. They must be so so proud of you. And then comes so. no, I'm sure they are. <laughs> then comes father. 
I mean, you know, when I um, heard, I heard your music before I actually watched Fauda. So I've been following you for a while. I, and I don't know how, maybe, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I feel some sort of a connection. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm always, I'm always looking for and seeking musicians or artists from other parts of the world. For me, even Spain plays a very special, it's a very special part in my life because I lived there for five years and I, I still well, in, Spain? in Barcelona. And I only just came back. So I, I feel that connection. So I'm always, you know, and, and because I worked with LL, so I feel that connections. I have lots of connections. <laughs> so I started listening to your music before I watched Fauda. And then, you know, I always said to myself and thought to myself that you're so, your personality, even now when I'm talking to you, it, you're so soft-spoken. And your character in Fauda is also laid back, but it's it's different, completely different. So I'm not sure if you've acted before Fauda or not. I, I'm not sure about that. So maybe that is also something that you can share uh, with the listeners. Actually, Fauda was the uh, first experience as an actor. It came by, by a surprise. I met uh, Lior, Lior Raz, the main, uh, yeah, yeah. The main actor. In one of my shows, and he told me there is a there is a little part, a little role in his second the second season, and he thought about me, and I told him you're wasting your time. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> after I read the script, I I, I you know, keep calling him and told him. No, you are doing a big mistake. I don't want to ruin your show. Uh, no, but why did me. you say that? Why did you say that? What is it that you felt you would not be able to identify with or, or, or you felt that you couldn't be a part of the show? Was it because you had to act or what was it? I think it, it's actually the opposite. It was, I was acting uh, for a long time uh, when I was uh, in the military. I just didn't know I was acting. Uh, you know, we're in Israel, we're going to the army really young at uh, the age of 18. Yes. And uh, I try to say it in English. I try to be, I, I hope you will understand me. Uh, but, but a part of your heart is uh, becoming uh, turned off. And uh, when uh, Lior talked with me, uh, I think my first, uh, the first thing that came up uh, to my mind is uh, I don't want to come back uh, uh, doing uh, such things and uh, feel uh, that way. Um, but, so uh, are I you think... saying that you didn't want to be someone that you're not? Is that? Yeah. 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 Okay. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, after I got the part, it was a journey to, to find uh, in Idan inside of uh, Sagi, inside of this role. And uh, I got help uh, from Lior and from uh, also uh, Yaakov, that is, uh, is an actor, uh, also is uh, playing Ellie yeah. uh, in the show. Um, and, and, and I found, I think I found a... Uh, I found Sagi actually in the, the third season that is becoming uh, becoming a more uh, the dark side is coming out. 
Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So it, it was a long journey. It was very challenging to, to look for it and to find it. But uh, I thank Leo and I thank God uh, for, for this journey. It was uh, one of the best things that I, that I ever done. Happened with you. And it's not a small part at all. I mean, it's quite an in- integral part of your uh, of the story so you know and uh, you're not it's not like it's it's a small part at all and you've done such an incredible job with it um, I wonder if you did you because of your martial arts because it's quite it must have been physically challenging for you right the role yeah. did you ever get injured while shooting yes I think for me and Leo, we had a scene that we are getting inside of, uh, of this complex. Very hard doing it. Uh, we need to jump from uh, a car and just uh, going out, uh, going in running uh, inside of this uh, building. Uh, so we got injured. Uh, Leo hurt his back. I hurt my hand. But uh, it's, it's like real life. So, and that was meant to happen. I'm trying to remember that scene now. So, were you meant to get injured in that scene? You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Pyo, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. Here in Israel, it's... uh... You know, Fowder on Netflix and everybody speaks about it and uh, it looks like Hollywood, but it's uh, at the end, it's in Israel. Yeah. And uh, it's much more uh, rough and, uh, and difficult and we don't, we don't have stuntmen around here. We're just uh, doing it by ourselves. And um, I think the military and the, the, the experience that we have uh, from real life, from Military is uh, really helping us and letting us do it uh, with less with less injuries. <laughs> yeah, and I think your one is the military and also your martial arts. Both, I think, would have yeah. Which is why I think, uh, like you mentioned, there are no um, stunt men, you know, in the series. So. Um, or generally in Israeli films. And so, which is why I think Fauda felt so raw and so real. Because I'm just someone who watched the series and watched it like how. I 
binge watched it. I think I I must have watched the first and the second season like back to back. And then the third season, of course, came later. But I think it's, that's what I felt that it's, and I think that's what connected it with the audience is the rawness and the, and the fact that it felt so real. And now, you know, that you're saying that all the stunts were done by all of you, it makes a lot of sense completely. And um, I was going to ask you if father had changed your life, but clearly you mentioned it yourself that it's the best experience in your life, right? I think it, uh, it's one of the best experiences that you ever get to, to, to do. And also uh, the cast, uh, you know, they're friends for life. I don't know if uh, every actor can uh, say about uh, the things he has done. Uh, but uh, me and Leo just uh, were in uh, Dubai uh, last week together. Uh, he's like a brother to me today. And uh, just uh, thank God uh, for this experience. And, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I can understand that. And of course, the whole world wants to know if season four is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and, and have you finished shooting for it or not? Or there's been like a hold up because of the pandemic? Uh, season four is, uh, is coming up. Uh, we haven't uh, started the shooting yet because of the uh, COVID preparation. We started to, to prep for it. And the physical, uh, just talked uh, with video uh, a few, uh, half an hour ago. Uh, so as you can see, I uh, don't eat uh, right now. I do like uh, morning without eating because I need to prepare uh, for the next season and uh, look but more... Uh, <laughs> Did you, do, yeah, did you do your morning drill or not? Yeah. You did that? Morning, morning <laughs> okay. So you, you forget to eat, but you don't forget to do your morning drill, which is great. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, did not, I, didn't, I didn't forget. I just, uh, this is a, a part of the nutrition that uh, I need to do right now uh, just to get uh, more lean. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, 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 I understand. Yeah, okay. I mean, I was going to ask you a personal question, but I don't know if you want to answer it, it's fine. If you can do it. Can yeah? Say it. How did you meet Mariam? How did I meet Miriam? <laughs> and is it Mariam or is it Miriam? It's Miriam. Miriam, okay. So how did you meet Miriam? Actually, we learn in the same high school, me and Miriam. And uh, she was dating uh, a good friend of mine. And um, year before, uh, year after we finished uh, high school, uh, I saw her uh, in a movie, uh, in the movies. And uh, we became good friends afterwards. And a few years after, we got together. And uh, it's, it's really the, the love story that... Uh, <laughs> And uh, that uh, you can't write. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a big cliche. Always telling uh, our friends we are a big cliche. <laughs> uh, and, uh, um, but you know, love is love. You can't uh, script. Absolutely. And like they say, the rest is history. Now you also have a baby, I understand. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, so that's a culmination of your love. And that's <laughs> so amazing. And does she um, have 
a musical note in her body or no? Does she listen? Does she play music? Does she? I'm sure she listens to you, and I'm sure a lot of your, you know, your lyrics are written for her. I'm, I'm assuming, <laughs> but yeah, most of them. Most of them, yeah. So, does she play any music or not? No, she she's quite afraid of it, uh, of uh, of uh, playing or uh, doing music. Uh, I think uh, I think she would say that uh, she don't have the talent for it. I think uh, she's very talented, but she didn't want. Uh, she don't want to to do the search, the the, the hard work of uh, being uh, to play, play an instrument and things like that. Um, and she's also very very busy. Actually, Miriam deals with the, um, how do I say it, how do I say it? I will, I will find the world in my, in my head. Uh, in okay, minutes. okay. Uh, and, then, and, then you can, and then you can tell me. Uh, but yeah. is she in the creative or not? No, no. Okay, yeah. She's so managing can... a big organization that uh, helps, uh, helps students and kids. And uh, I don't know the quiet world uh, for it. Ah, but, uh, okay. Okay, okay. So it's like... Uh, the good part of us. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So she's involved with education, basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got that. And does she go with you on the sets of Fauda? Does she manage to do that or not really? No, the sets are very, uh, you know, you can't bring anyone, not your uh, wife, not your manager. It's like uh, going to walk. Oh, um, so okay. no one gets uh, gets in. And if you got in, you can go out. You can't go out. Okay. Then <laughs> basically you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Yeah, I guess as you have to keep things under wraps and uh, yeah, yeah. you can't really have outsiders in there. Yeah. Oh, that's a pity. When I come to Israel, I won't be able to come and watch. Yeah, I think I can manage it. Oh, great. <laughs> Now that you you now that we have talked so much, oh, that would be so amazing! I'd love that. Yeah. So, oh gosh, I've had so much fun talking to you. Seriously, Dan, I can't let you go without two things. One is I'd like you to because I have a lot of listeners uh, from all over the world who are at that stage in their lives where they're young, they're confused, they don't know uh, what direction uh, their lives should go in. They may want to do something, but they're drawn to something else because they think they have a talent for that, but they also have a talent for something else. So how do you, what kind, and I think your advice to them would definitely be inspirational because your life story is inspirational so would you have any advice to give these young people actually i just spoke this morning with uh, some uh, younger students here in a high school in Tel uh, Aviv. Uh, i think the biggest uh, i don't know if, don't know if it's a problem but the biggest uh, challenge the, the the generation generation is facing is the this problem they are uh, chasing something but they, they don't know what they're chasing um, and I keep telling them doing what you're passionate about 
think the music, music in my life started with the, just because I was passionate about it. I didn't search to be like in, uh, to have million uh, viewers in YouTube and to be a, prefer- a profession, uh, a performer and uh, all of these uh, big venues. Um, just love this, uh, love uh, the guitar, love music, do things uh, with passion. And uh, fame and money and those things will uh, will come uh, with that. If I can give one tip uh, from the martial uh, martial arts uh, world, in uh, Japanese they call it uh, the shoshin uh, mind. Shoshin, I think. Uh, shoshin is like the beginner's mind. Uh, okay. When you start doing something, when you are a beginner, it's always difficult. But this is the the best uh, thing or the, the best period of everything that you are going to, if you are starting uh, playing an instrument, if you are starting, uh, not even music, if you are starting acting, uh, the things that are more difficult, most difficult are the best thing for you. Um, if you manage to pass uh, this zone of the beginner mind, um, you're in a good place. So for the younger uh, listeners, we got uh, some some of you here listening to us. Uh, just try to uh, to win or to uh, to overcome this uh, the, the beginner's mind and uh, great things. Uh, wow! Yeah, that's a very very good piece of advice because you're also saying don't be in a hurry. Because, I mean, don't try and jump, yeah, patience. Don't try and jump five steps without experiencing step number two, three, and four. uh, Because that's where you will gain more understanding. And yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. foundation for everything. Yeah, because the generation tends to be a little bit in a hurry and think, you know, that they can sidestep a lot of things and get to the top really quickly. But without hard work and patience, you're absolutely right. It cannot happen. So, I mean, it can happen, but it doesn't really have the same impact. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Okay. So now comes the best part (laughs) if you're ready for it i would like you to sing something and then also maybe first that's if you are going to sing and i hope you say yes just thank you that would be awesome (laughs) so if you could first maybe explain the lyric and then we'd love to hear you sing something i will uh, go bring the, the guitar it's, okay, uh, super. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm going to, to bring from uh, my car. Oh, okay. okay, that's okay. So we can continue to talk while <laughs> that happens. In terms of music, do you write, how does the inspiration come to you? Do you have like, there can't be a method, right? When you're creative, it probably happens at the spur of the moment or uh, what is your process? As a musician, actually, I don't want to uh, wait for inspiration to come. So I deal with it like like exercise. Uh, I'm getting up uh, every morning and just uh, write as you write a journal, as you write things for you. Basically, everything you are experience 
in your day. Even this podcast, I will write, I will write about it. Oh my uh, God, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're and just he... doing it consistent all the time, uh, every day. And then um, I think once a month or uh, once in a couple of weeks, I just take this uh, notebook and start to uh, mark the, the best sentences or the best ideas the, in, inside of, the, of my notebook. And the um, songs are, are coming uh, with it. And because the, I'm starting all the time with the lyrics, the melodies are just following with it. It's a bit complicated to, to explain uh, how uh, to combine a melody without uh, playing, uh, but it can't, be it can't be done. I'm teaching today uh, um, some students how to, uh, to do melodies uh, without playing an instrument. Today, with uh, all the technology, we have the chance uh, doing it uh, quite, uh, quite simple. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's good. So how many albums have you released until today? I've released uh, four uh, albums and the uh, fifth one in just uh, was... Uh, we need to list it uh, before uh, the pandemic, but uh, now uh, <laughs> hopefully next year. Uh, next year. Yeah, and and typically, how many tracks does each album have? Uh, it's different uh, in every album. I write for uh, all uh, for each album. I write uh, 30, 30 songs, and we are uh, picking up the best. Uh, it's about ten or uh, fourteen, uh, between ten and fourteen. Oh, okay, okay, and um... which one is your favorite? Uh, Oh my God, I cannot. <laughs> oh my God, don't put me in the spot because I don't understand the words. So it's, words, yeah. yeah, so I can't, I, mean, I won't be able to really tell you. I think all of them are my favorite. And I, and you know, I follow you on Instagram and, and of course on YouTube, on Spotify. I follow you, by the way. I, I subscribe to your channel and I've downloaded your music. And when I'm out <laughs> I do listen to it. So, but I you can't think, see me, but I'm blushing. You're blushing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it. I, I genuinely mean it. And you should learn to take a compliment, Idan. <laughs> still learning. You're still learning. <laughs> so, yeah. Here's the guitar, the guitar arrived. Oh, great. Super. So, what are you going to sing for us? I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm thinking what can I do for you? What will be the best one? Maybe this one. Uh, uh, this song is, uh, is from my second album. Very folk, folk one. The name, the translation is, is poor, but uh, the name it's over. The, is the what? Things, uh, What's the name? The things are, are over. Uh, okay. The best thing are finished. Oh, best thing are finished. Yeah. <laughs> 
חיילים עכשיו עוזבים את המרכבה. כן, אני יושב שם בחושך. קצת עלייך להכין מהתחלה את המשפט הבת ואת החמקירה יום יומיים אני בא וחזר That was, I mean, I, I think there's nothing more to be said because I don't want to take away um, the flavor from the music. It's been an incredible conversation with you, Idan. And I'm so grateful and thank you so much for finding the time to be able to talk to me. Thank you. It was my privilege. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. And to see you in Israel. Absolutely. I, as soon as this pandemic is over, I'm getting on a plane. So, um, absolutely. And good luck with Fauda. And yeah, I hope to see you soon, someday. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Idan is so soft-spoken. And despite being such a big name in Israel and now the world, he chatted with me like we were friends. There was so much more I wanted to ask him, but alas, I'm so excited to listen to his new album and can't wait for Father Season 4. Hope you've enjoyed listening to my conversation with Idan. As always, it is my humble attempt to bring guests on Melting Pot who inspire. Do keep listening and supporting. 
For regular updates, follow us on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot, Facebook at Melting Pot, website MeltingPotCollection.com. Until the next week, this is Pyle signing off. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.